All right, good day to you. My name is Fred Oakman, and as always, back with me today is Mr. Jake Peters. We are PS This Is Awesome, a PlayStation podcast. This is episode 277, and this is a show where we share our feelings about the current state of PlayStation. Before we get on with the show, I want to invite each and every one of you to subscribe to our channel on YouTube, youtube.com slash PS This Is Awesome. And if you want to make fun of our trophy list on the PlayStation Network, you can find me at anchorless underscore 81 and Mr. Jake Peters at jakesaw01. And as always, you can write us at PS This Is Awesome at gmail.com. And most importantly, don't forget to share the show with your friends and make sure you leave comments in your preferred podcasting platform as you see fit and as a reminder we're a video podcast so if you want to watch our show if you prefer on the youtube channel you can do that there and lastly for new and or long time listeners we have a patreon you can support the show at a one dollar level the patreon tier is called the one and only one dollar club so head on over to www.patreon.com slash ps this is awesome to become a one dollar patron and get a free die cut vinyl sticker mailed to you in the mail and a shout out on our show and i do want to say real quick i have noticed some bad cards on our patrons so um you may want to go into your settings on your patron site uh on your membership or whatever double check make sure all the billing stuff is set up correctly um i get alerts once in a while when people's uh cards no longer are working so if it's intentional it's an intent it's an intentional thing but um if it's uh, if you still mean to be throwing us that dollar every month, uh, just double check your account. Make sure it is up to up to speed. Anyway, so out of the way, Jake, how are you doing today? Uh, fine, I guess. Yeah, it's been a decent day. Saturday, mm-hmm. I don't know. It's been it was a pretty tough week for me with work. So um, yeah, it's kind of flying by. I did a bunch of cleaning today because it was sort of rainy. Uh, a little chilly outside, but I don't know. It's it's fine. I was able to play video games for a couple hours today, so that was kind of nice because I usually don't get to play that much. So yeah, how, how about you? Yeah, yeah. It's been it's been good, man. Um, you know, I, I think you were aware, but I did a solo show last episode last week, and I threw one up real quick. <laughs> Um, yeah, it looked pretty good. Well, it was fine. I, I just for doing that. Yeah. Well, thanks for being back here. I it was really fucking weird to do a podcast by myself. You know what I mean? Like, what what the hell do you do? You just talk about whatever the on the notes. But there's no one. The enjoyment of doing the podcast for me and for you probably has been just bouncing these ideas off of one another. That's kind of why we do the podcast. But so to do it by myself just felt so fucking weird and uncomfortable. And I'll say the YouTube video, not many uh, views, and also um, one one thumbs down from somebody. So, uh, you know, that's not what our podcast is, but, you know, I, I think I should get two thumbs up for effort. But anyways, yeah, good to have you back and uh, excited to talk some video games with you. Things have been good. We have this uh, – I've been so busy, though, uh, with the with the with with our bath. It's so close to being done, man. We're, we're at the – Trail tail end of things. What the fuck are you even doing? So, it shouldn't take you that long to make a bathroom. Well, no, the, the bathroom is in place. We got the tub in, the toilets in, the sinks in, everything's there. The, all the tile work's done. It, it's done, but it's not. Like we had to pull window trim off and door trim off, and this stuff hasn't been put back up. And because they did tile work, I didn't feel comfortable doing the trim over the tile or how they're even going to fucking do it. So they might actually have to 
fucking yank a tile or two because we told them we were going to repurpose that trim and put it back up. And, like, they almost tiled right up to the window and the doors and stuff. So they're going to have to fucking do some shit this week. But in we're taking advantage of it. And then I sanded down years and years and years of paint gloved on paint on all this trim work, you know, and fucking got it all together. And not only that, uh, you know, Chelsea, like I told you, Chelsea was doing some some wallpaper stuff in there and then using this polyurethane to coat the wallpaper because it's in a bathroom this way. The moisture doesn't affect it. She had this this great vision and it, it looks fantastic. But we still have to install like a little bit of ceiling molding like in the corners. You know what I mean? To, or the wall meets the ceiling, um, whatever you want to call those. So Crown molding? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, we got to do a little bit of that. And then the other thing is, the threshold going from our hallway into the bathroom is a, not a significant step up, but it's it's a little bit of a step up because we put tile down on the subfloor and stuff. You know what I mean? Put the the so we got to get a threshold that matches the one we got. I didn't have enough of a, a lift to it, so now I got to go back to Home Depot tomorrow and exchange that for something with more of a I don't know incline or whatever fuck you want to call it. I got to do that, and then. Um, we have been neglecting our water softener for three or four years. I've just had it on bypass, and it's not great for our pipes. Even though we have city water, it's got a lot of garbage in it that's just not good for the water system and, and not good for hardware, for your sinks and stuff. So I got to get this water softener installed. I'm probably going to install it tomorrow. We got to buy it tomorrow. So there's just shit, man. It's just been, it's been this, like, it's, it's so close, but yet we're just far enough away that like, we're not really running a lot of water and stuff up there because we know our water is not great for the, for the new hardware we just bought. So that is that, but I will tell you this. Um, I did manage to successfully gut that entire bathroom and get rid of all of that old stuff without paying a dollar to do it, which is amazing. The disposal Dude, you, I don't know why you insist on doing everything the hardest way possible. <laughs> you would have just rented a dumpster, yeah. <laughs> no, dude. <laughs> but, like, <laughs> so, like, so, like, uh, I have two follow-up questions for you. One is, <laughs> I don't know if you know this, but trim is actually super fucking cheap. So I'm not really sure why you insisted on saving what you had, unless there's some oh, historical value to it or something. It's just like a repurposed thing. It's just the original trim of the house. You wanted to keep it. So fair enough. Yeah. Fair enough. Um, but uh, yeah, because if it, if it wasn't anything like that, I would never go through all the effort of trying to get the paint off the floor. Dude, it, it's you. It's your time is worth so much more than that. That was my but like. If it, yeah. I did yeah, it for but her. But if it's like a if it's a house value, if it's like a you know his, like I said like a historical value thing or something like that, I totally get it. Yeah. Um, the other thing is that I hope you have somebody to help you with that fucking water softener because those things are heavy. Yeah, yeah. This one, this one's pretty heavy. So I don't, but I, I think I'm gonna be all right. Uh, Do you have a dolly or something? Yeah, I've got a dolly. Okay. But, but the thing okay, is, is like I was gonna say because they're like they're like eighty or ninety pounds. Yeah, they're it, like. They're really heavy. And you're not supposed to lie them down from what I understand because the resin inside of them can like move around and stuff. It's like an all-in-one. It's like an all-in-one. You know what I mean? Like the kind that has like the yeah. tube in the middle. It's what we have now. But I, I don't think installing it's going to be a problem because we have a bypass valve already installed on in our current water heater. So I think it's just going to be a matter of unplugging it and plugging this new one back in as long as it lines up. Worst case scenario, I use a couple shark bites and it should be fine. So – We'll see. Yeah, you can just use. I I'm a big fan of those uh, those flexible, like steel braided hoses yeah. that have the shark bites on the end. Yep. 
they're expensive, but they're well worth your time. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, we can talk about games now. Well, the other thing is, just let you know, we did Meadville cleanup today, which is like the the, the city one day uh, a year will take all of your shit. Yeah. And uh, I was able to get rid of everything. Just, they fucking took it. Like, I opened up my trailer, and I had, like, that that metal lath board, and I had, like, a tub, a fiberglass tub that had been cut into, like, six different pieces with a sawzall. I had, like, dude, like, a sink top, a toilet, uh, vanity, uh, you know, all drawers, and, like, shit that's just been in my garage since we started this project that, like, I couldn't use my garage because all the shit was just sitting in there. Today was the day, and I was like, maybe they won't. Maybe they're going to say, like, I'm a contractor and they're not going to dump this for me. But I showed up, and of course, they knew my father, and then uh, that made everything good. And then they literally just lowered this huge bucket from this backhoe, and the guys just, just started chucking shit into this thing, you know, and it filled the whole yeah. bucket. And then the guy saw the metal lath board, and he goes, What the hell is this? And I'm like, I'm like, That's metal lath board, apparently. He goes, What? And I'm like, yeah. Apparently, they used to use this when they mudded places. I don't, I don't. I have no idea. I said it was a pain in the ass. And he goes, I bet. He goes, it's sharp as fucking razor blades. I'm like, yeah, it sucks. <laughs> Thanks for taking it. So that's all I really have to talk about as far as shit going on. Had a gig last night. Played at this uh, distillery. I'll give them a shout out. They're called Five and Twenty Spirits and Brewing. They're out of Westfield, New York. They always treat me really well, and uh, I got a couple free bottles, which I'm enjoying. Some really nice, uh, kind of pre-made like drink. It's fucking fantastic out of the bottle. It's a really interesting idea, and uh, they say to do it on the rocks, but this is really smooth and it tastes great. Hmm. Um, but anyways, man, um, let's let me just jot down on my handy dandy notes before we get into it. But uh, as you guys know, we always talk about games that we're playing on the podcast. We are a PlayStation podcast that sometimes talk about freaking home renovation shit. But uh, we'll get into games. So Final Fantasy VII, you guys know I've been playing this. I finally beat it. I will say, uh, I talked a little bit on it um, when I did that show last yes, yesterday or last week for myself, but uh, for the listeners, by myself rather. Um, but uh, dude, like, I can't, I didn't have any trouble in the last battle. Did you? I know you're playing through this right now. I had I had zero. I died twice. That's it. Um, I must have been leveled up enough. I played it on normal mode. Uh, but as I mentioned last episode, the game is is great. It's just great. But like, I'm starting to kind of like. It's like when your favorite band you start hearing like the uh, the formula of how they write songs. And you're like, okay, here comes the breakdown or all right, they're going to they're going to hit the bridge right here or they're going to do this, these kind of note progressions. It's just like the the like the the veil has slowly been lifted to this game. Like it plays really smooth, it's really fun, the material system's great, all that stuff is great, but like it's just like story 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 somewhat difficult battle and then like little battles that are insignificant. To more story, story, story. Maybe a little puzzle. Big boss battle. So, like, if the story sucked to Final Fantasy VII, I think the gameplay's good, but it, I don't think it would be good enough to carry the game. It's good that the story's interesting and the characters are so well developed and thought out and their their personalities really shine through because I really think that, like, 
you know, while the gameplay is it's top it's top tier, it's great, but like it's it's the formula they they don't really do anything new from the beginning of the game to the end of the game. They don't throw anything really different at you. You know what I mean? Do you know what I'm saying? Like like it's just like a lot of the same shit. But what keeps it fun is is the character development and the story. So I'm not saying I don't really enjoy the battles, but I appreciate the battle system. Like I'm not like, oh man, it's gonna be a fucking fun ass battle. I'm just like, oh shit, all right, here we go. Because some of the boss battles end up lasting a really long time, um, and then you're just praying to God you don't die. You know what I mean? Like that Sephiroth battle at the end was like four four stages or something. Yeah. And that's Final Fantasy's known to do that, but that that's how they change it up. It's like, okay, this boss battle is like three stages. This boss, you know, when's it gonna fucking end? You're like, oh my god. And then it does come a little bit of a nail biter because like you only have so many Phoenix Downs left, your MP's getting fucking low, and you're just like, please let this be the last iteration, you know. Um that's where it gets kind of fun. It's like gambling a little bit because you don't know what to expect. But I love the game and and where I was going with that is, is as soon as I beat it, I tried to play the Yuffie DLC. And keep in mind, I got Integrade for free um, through the PlayStation Plus or something. And I thought that it came with the Yuffie DLC. And I went to play it, and it was like, you have to install, you have to use the unlock code, or you have to do this or that or whatever to, to actually initiate the Yuffie DLC. And I was like, well, then fuck it. I'm not paying $20 for this because I know I have it because I went to the store and it said already installed. But the game was bricking me from getting into it. And I didn't know how to access it. So then I went back and I started playing Metro Exodus on PS5 on easy because it was dark in the house. And I was like, I'm going to I'm gonna lower the gamma because if you go on Reddit, everybody says in Metro Exodus on the PS5 version, if you lower the gamma down enough – the ray tracing, all that shit just looks fucking preem. And it looked so good. So I started blazing through Metro Exodus on easy just for the environment and the storytelling. I was loving it. And then today I powered up old Final Fantasy VII Remake just to double check. And it did permit me to play the Yuffie DLC today. So I don't know if it was something with the save state or like, but it wasn't letting me play it, man. And I was like, what the hell? Um, now, granted, you do have to hit the, the trigger button on the menu screen to get to the Yuffie DLC menu, but it wasn't giving me that option. It just kept saying, uh, you have unlocked the the DLC content for this game, and it's like, redeem your voucher or something. And I was like, I don't have a fucking voucher. Like, it's downloaded on my system already, and I couldn't figure it out. So I don't know if you're going to have the same issue, but what are you playing? Uh, I'm still playing the same game. I mean, I was able to access the Yuffie DLC right away, but I did have some interesting kind of snafus with it where it was like where I was trying to get my save over and then I never ended up using it because I didn't want to have to beat the fucking final boss all over again yeah. and all this stuff. And, but, uh, and I talked about that previously, but, um, yeah, I think that. As much as I love Final Fantasy Remake, I don't necessarily agree with your sentiment that the, I mean, about the combat, but I think that the game is too long, which might in turn make you feel that way. 
Like, sure. the, like the game should be about probably. I would argue it could be ten hours shorter. Mm. Just cut all of that fucking side quest bullshit out of it. None of those side quests matter. I don't care about literally any of them. And just like make it make it more linear as far as the main story goes. And I think that by the time, because the problem is that in the main game, it, sorry, in the original game. By 50 hours or 40 hours, I mean, you're at the end of the game and you have you have like all of this, all of these skills, all this crazy material, all these characters, all this extra shit. And in this game, you're 40 hours in, you've got, depending on where you're at in the story, you've got three to four characters. They each have a few abilities depending on how many weapons you upgraded the proficiency on like and then yeah of course you've got the materials and you can upgrade the materia and stuff but it's i don't know i i I think that it's just the amount of abilities and gear and stuff that you get for the fact that you've played this game for so long I think is just that's one of the problems with the game is that as great of a game as a great of a game as it is, if you go back to the original Final Fantasy VII terms, it's like literally the first I don't know six to eight hours of Final Fantasy VII is what you get in this forty-hour remake. Yeah, so. They bloated the shit out of it, and I think that that's why it makes you feel like you're not – like you might feel like the combat is the same, and it's because your characters aren't progressing as quickly. You're not getting as much like extra gear and equipment and shit, and I don't know how much time you spent um, with all of the weapons, like upgrading the proficiencies mm. to get all of the skills and everything like that. Yeah, I didn't spend a that's- whole lot of time doing that. That's one of the things that I did with uh, basically every single weapon I picked up, I made that character use it until I learned the proficiency, and then I switched back to my preferred weapon. That's smart. So now all of the characters have all of these abilities that they can use. Now, granted, I still end up, I still end up, uh, um, like defaulting to certain things, right? Mm. But. I do think that it does make a big difference if you do that. Uh, there are some weapons. Like, I was trying to get all the weapons in the game just because I'm just like, fuck it. I'm just kind of playing back through it. I'll see if I can find all the weapons. But there's some, like, missable shit that I think they did this in the in the original – in, like, a lot of Final Fantasy games that I never – that kind of annoyed me. But I understand them doing this is, like, they have this steel ability – Oh and yeah, there are right. there are weapons that you can't get unless you steal from certain enemies and you roll the correct percentage. And so, like, like there is an there is one of Aerith's weapons you can only get by stealing from that like chariot guy in the graveyard, the train graveyard. Yeah, and you have to. And I I read that and I was like, oh, okay. Well, I'm right. I was like, I just beat him, but I'm gonna. You know, I've got a save that's like thirty minutes before that, so I'm just going to revert back to that. I'll I'll put the steel material on or whatever, 
and I and I do all this stuff and I get up to the final boss that that boss again only to realize that I don't actually have the steel materia and it was just something that was available in the store and I never bought it because that's oh, not like dude. a thing that I never really got into doing yeah right um, in any of the Final Fantasy games. I just, I don't know. It's just one of those like R&D things that always annoyed the shit out of me. So I never really used it. Um, That's, but- dude, real quick. It's really funny that you bring up that that battle because I was made aware of that also after I beat him. And then I'm like, I have the steel materia, but like, fuck, like, I'm not gonna like redo this battle. You know what I mean? Like, and it was like, that sucks. Like some of that stuff, like, you don't know going into that battle what material you're going to fucking want or need. And it sucks yeah. that you can't change that once the battle starts. Yeah, I agree that there is there is a lot of gambling in the game. And I think that that's just a carryover from these old Japanese games where that's just how it was. You played it, and then if you died... Then you knew to change your loadout and expect something different, and you right. played it the next time. And I totally get that. And I don't say that there's anything wrong with that. I just wonder if there isn't a way, a better way, to to do it without breaking the combat. Because um, the combat has to be balanced, and maybe if they did that, it would break the combat somehow. I don't know. Yeah. But uh, yeah. So I'm. Just about, I'm on chapter 15, oh, yeah. so I'm getting ready to go. I'm getting ready to go rescue Aerith, basically. And so I still got, I don't know, a couple more chapters to go. But uh, I should be able to get through it relatively quickly. But I, I, I will admit that I'm ready to like mainline the rest of this game. I, I can't. These fucking side quests are so annoying, and mm-hmm. I'm just doing them because like. It's more of an OCD thing than anything. It's like, oh, you know, you've got that when you go to the quest screen. It's like a like a table. You've like come this like, far. Oh, you've, yeah, you've got like a- almost all of them. And then uh, there's the one where it's like you have to get all the all of the records, the music records oh, or whatever. Yeah, right. The songs. And, uh, yeah. yeah, and I was like, oh, well, I'm gonna do that just because I think it's cool. Like the music thing is cool. Um, but then I saw that, like, oh, there was, like, one or two side quests earlier in the game that I failed because I, I left before I finished them or something. And I was just like, fuck it. And I moved on. Mm-hmm. It was, like, the last quest that I had to do before going into, like, the final area. And I was just like, I don't give a shit about it. I've, I've got, like, literally maybe 16 of the 18 songs or whatever it is. Yeah. I'm, like, really close. But I was like, I'm so tired of just, like, running around and... And looking for, and I could use a guide to find them or whatever. But there are some, there are some side quests that were kind of neat, but most of them are just kind of like meh. Like, like I don't like care about this person and their plight, whatever it is. There are some that are kind of cool, but like the, I think the, I don't know. the probably the coolest ones to me were. The this the whole little mini story of like the Robin Hood s character in the village, right? That was probably the yeah, best. Yeah, that one was that one was a cool one. Yeah, that was probably the best. I did best like one. that one. And uh I even liked the Oh yeah, it was the same quest, the one where you find all of the, the vaults. Mhm. Um 
that one was pretty cool. Yeah. That, and there was there was I'm trying to think there was a, the orphan one with the the toad or whatever was kind of interesting. Toad yeah, prince. there was some interesting ones, but I, I don't know, man. I I was just ready to be done with it. So I just kept because I I want to play something else. To be dude, honest. I just kept thinking when I fought the toad prince of the the frog and the witcher, the frog king or whatever the fucking fight the witcher. I was like, I wonder uh, if that, that was an homage to Final Fantasy VII. From the you're talking about from the beginning of uh, the DLC or whatever, Heart of Stone or whatever, yeah. yeah, in the sewer, yeah, yeah, that's that fight fucking sucked, <laughs> but um, yeah, I, I guess I'm just at a point now where I want to finish it because, and I do want to play the Yuffie DLC, but I'm, I'm really intrigued by I want to play some, some other games, yeah, dude. Well, the Yuffie DLC is only two chapters. I looked it up, so it should go relative. It's like three hours, maybe. I heard it's pretty. Yeah, funny. well, I mean that's yeah, it's fine, uh, but I got to get through the rest of the game. Yeah, the main game first. So that's what I'm working on right now. Um, well, every episode, Jake, we talk about listener feedback or questions that listeners have. They can write us, and you can write us too on our YouTube channel. Um, it's YouTube.com/slash PS. This is awesome, and you can also send us an email: psisawesome@gmail.com. Write us on our pa- on our Patreon site, and uh, you know that's how you can interact with us. For a while, I was doing these shorts. And I want to actually bring them back because I saw significant growth on our channel when I was doing them. But, like, it just became, like, a pain in the ass. I think maybe I was just doing too many of them. But that's kind of what you have to do. But I had this uh, hilarious conversation with you that I I turned into a short. And uh, I'm going to play it real quick so the listeners can hear it. And then I'm going to let you know what this this listener – Jake, you won't be able to hear this, but the listeners will be able to hear it here. Um, the listeners will, dude. I don't know that I've. Hold on, hold on, dude. I don't know that I've ever played Final Fantasy Tactics. I do know. You did what? What's that? War of the Lions? You beat it. Yeah, that's Final Fantasy Tactics. I thought it was Final Fantasy yes. Five or something. No, War of the Lions is a culmination of something. <laughs> no, it's literally the portable version of Final Fantasy Tactics. It's, it's one of the best games I've ever fucking played. So awesome. Yeah. Excited! I didn't know that was it because they call it War of the Lions. So how am I fucking? How was I supposed to know? It was literally called Final Fantasy Tactics: The War of the Lions. You sure? Yes. I just remember saying War of the Lion. War of the Lions. Sorry. Make this a fucking YouTube short, Fred. You're an idiot. We'll get all kinds of comments. I'm doing it. War of the Lions. (laughs) Yeah, I played the fucking game. I loved it. Uh, dude. So that's that's Jake. I know you couldn't hear that, but so out of nowhere we get a we get a YouTube comment on this and it's someone from the title of Tactics Live Tournament is their name. Their username. So I don't know if they're fucking whatever. The, what the listeners just heard just for you and Jake, it was like me again being fucking confused what Final Fantasy version War of the Lions is. And I kept saying I thought it was Final Fantasy V. And you're like, no, it's fucking blah, blah, blah. And you're like, Fred, you're an idiot. Put this on fucking YouTube. You know, make this goddamn short. And I'm like, all right, I'm gonna. I said, but the game was fucking great regardless, whatever the hell it was. So this person writes in and they go, even in a distant memory, it was one of the best games. And then like the crying, laughing emoji says, this was hilarious to watch. Thanks for sharing. I really hope they keep the multiplayer for from War of the Lions if they do decide to remake this class. So thanks for writing in Tactics Live Tournament. I'm glad you enjoyed that video. And just that kind of stuff makes me want to do these shorts because it is kind of fun to, to harken back on them and maybe let the listener 
hear a blurb from our last, uh, you know, maybe a, from a previous episode where we're just going off over something. It's just, it is really funny to, to listen to that because I still, I still couldn't fucking tell you what the Final Fantasy games are. Like, I, I'm still, even after listening to that, like, I don't even know. There's too many of them. I, it, it just breaks my brain. Um, moving on to listener comments. J1 writes in uh, with some words of encouragement. It says, you're doing a great job by yourself uh, doing the podcast. Both both of you, Mr. Fred and Mr. Jake, are doing great and more. So thanks so much for writing in, J1. We really appreciate it. And uh, you guys can write in like J1 and like Tactics Tournament. Um, Tactics Live Tournament, Sorry. But that's really all we have um, for listener feedback. And uh, you guys, we really love hearing from you. So don't hesitate to write something in this week. And we will be sure to address it next week. Moving forward, Jake, let's talk about the news how we always do. I kind of indicated that Jeff Grubb had said some stuff about how the PlayStation Showcase was going to happen no later than May 26th. That week, and uh, lo and behold, it got announced after we uh, after two seventy six episode two seventy six. So the Sony PlayStation Showcase has been announced, and uh, it's going to be May twenty fourth. Sony's going to be live streaming their showcase, and the so- showcase is going to last just over an hour. And I touched briefly on what I thought maybe was going to be shown, or you know, some of the obvious ones like Spider Man two. Um, you know, I, I think that even though Gullum's – I don't think Gullum's first party, I, I wouldn't be surprised if we see something for this game because it comes out in May. I don't know if it's after May May 24th. Or, what is the release on May on uh, Gullum? But, Jake, do you have any opinions what we might see? You know, maybe Death Stranding 2, Factions. Like, what do you think? Uh, I I feel like we probably will see Factions just because they did mention – Neil Druckmann did come out last year when people were asking about it and said that, hey, we have some, we'll have something to share with you in 2023. And this is like the first big opportunity for them to do that. It's entirely possible that maybe they'll wait until um, the like the summer showcase or Jeff with Jeff Keighley or, or possibly even the uh, Game Awards or whatever. But I'm hoping, you know that they're not going to wait that long, but who knows? I mean, maybe, maybe they will. But other than that, I would like to think that obviously Spider-Man two is probably going to be there. Um, Death Stranding two might be there, but they just announced that not that long ago. So it wouldn't surprise me if, if that game goes dark. Uh, And then uh, I don't know. I'm hoping that, Honestly, more than anything, I'm just hoping that we see see new stuff. I want to see new stuff more than anything, because mm. um, we we haven't really we don't really know a lot of what any of Sony first party is doing. Like like, will we see Ghost of Tsushima two? Maybe. We're we gonna find we out what see, Bend uh, is doing. Yeah, what Bend is doing, or um, you know, maybe we'll come to find that there is. God of War DLC after all, although I, I don't necessarily believe that. Uh, we might see something for like MLB The Show or something like that. Um, but uh, it'd be cool to see like what uh, what um, Housemark is up to next. Yeah. I think it's a little early for that, but 
you know, I don't, and I don't know that it, they're going to be doing a Returnal sequel, but I mean, I'd be all about that if I'm being honest. So <laughs> I don't know. We'll have to see. I, I, I'm, I'm hoping maybe we'll see what's going on with uh, some of these studios that they just acquired, like Fire Spray mm-hmm. or sorry, Fire Walk, and uh, what was the other one? Um, Haven. We haven't heard anything about that team at all, even though it's new with them. Right. Um, like what's going on with uh, the Knights of the Old Republic remake? Did they just right. can that? Forgot all you know about what I mean? that. Like, like there's a really there's crazy. some there's so much mystery in the PlayStation first party right now that even without the third party support, I have to imagine there's going to be something about Final Fantasy 16. Maybe 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 actually maybe not because they just did that state of play about it or whatever. But I. Uh, I don't know. I mean, could we see – you know what we could see? The rumored um, Metal Gear Solid 3 remake. That would fucking uh, be a mic drop situation. Yeah, um, because you know that's been kind of – been being talked about quite a bit recently mm-hmm. in just kind of like the, the rumor mill. I mean it's, it's all but confirmed it seems like. Yeah. So I, it wouldn't surprise me if something like that were to be there. We get a, I guarantee we get another splash reel VR2 shit. I would love to see some new VR2 stuff like that. Like there's a lot of stuff that they announced that uh, we haven't seen very much of. Like what was uh, – that? That one game was like uh, Gas Town or something. It was like eh, – what was it called? Gas Town. Oh, dude. Well, there was that one game that's like, like based on a series of novels, like a, a science sci-fi novel, right? Um, VR2 upcoming games. Um, let me see here real quick because there oh, – what was that? What was that called? Not Journey to Foundation is the one I'm thinking of. Is the one? Oh yeah, 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 yeah. The VR game. Yeah, yeah. Journey to Foundation. So, yeah, like one of those, like freaking uh, that Behemoth game. I don't know if you remember that from a while. Oh ago. yeah, that looked mm-hmm. pretty cool. Uh, just like some big ass stuff that the Foglands never... is the one I'm thinking of. I said the gas something, but <laughs> yeah, that's what I meant. The fucking Foglands look kind of cool. That was uh, sure. being developed by Well Told Entertainment. And it's got a 2023 release date. So Firewall Ultra is coming out. Um, Crossfire Sierra Squad. Hellsweeper VR look kind of cool. Man, I don't know. Like what about what about like um, what about some of these other games that they talked about in that state of play last year? Like uh, remember that like Rise of the Ronin game mm-hmm. and like uh, that. That Stellar Blade game, yep, that used to be called Project Eve. I'm I'm looking at the PlayStation blog about that that state of play from last year. I'm just kind of going through it because some of this stuff we might see more about, like that that uh, Pacific Drive game. Oh, oh dude, what if like, they announce the that's VR? I'm predicting that's a VR game. Yeah, I know you had mentioned that, so uh, it'd be cool to see if that uh, if that ends up being a thing. And there was that other one. Was it is it this Demio game? The no, one that's where you're out like already. A ghost. Oh, that's the. Oh, you're VR. talking about the one. The oh man. Um, I'm talking about the one that's not a VR game where you're like a you're like a a ghost hunter, but you're you're like you're lover like dies and they're the ghost or, or something. Yeah, or so, 
Yeah, what the hell was that game called? Who who was making that? It was someone really You know what I'm talking about there, right? It was yeah, it was Don't Nod, I think is making it. Um which is it was out of their wheelhouse cuz they do all the Life is Strange games, but I think they were working on this. Look that up. I bet you I bet you anything it's Don't Nod. I think it's Don't Nod making that game. I don't know what it's you called might though. Be, you might be right. Mm. Banishers, the Ghost of New Eden. That's it. Is that what it's called? Yep. Yeah. That looks cool as shit. So maybe we'll see that, dude. I don't know. Dude, there could be some. It's going to be interesting. They have an opportunity, dude. They have an opportunity to be really interesting this time here. Fucking the Order 1886, too. The Order 1887. I honestly, I would be thrilled if they did a sequel to that game. It's just going to be called Disordered. (laughs) Disorder. Well, well, maybe. But honestly, like, the foundation was there for something really awesome with the first one. But they just, they just fucked it. Like, like they, they put all their work into the tech and the building the world, but then they didn't, they forgot to make, like, a game. (laughs) So, like... They, it would be so cool, like the cliffhanger at the end and everything, they, if they made another one. It's I, a pipe I dream, but will. I mean, you never know. You know what? You know what else we could hear about is uh, the next Uncharted game. Yeah, that's true, and maybe that's what Bend is working on. Could very well be because I know that was a rumor for a while, but I thought that they had kind of nixed that. So I don't know. We'll we'll uh, we'll have to see, but I would love to see what's next for Uncharted, and. Uh, I don't know. I just dude, resistance. It's time Master's for an Uncharted or? game. I know they, dude. Like, imagine just hearing the music. I mean, they're gonna have to go double down on that because they have the movie franchise started back up. They gotta release a new Uncharted game. They have to. Oh, that's another thing. They could reveal the new Uncharted movie. Oh, that's true. I don't even know if they started shooting it yet. Did they? Did they even confirm they were they were starting it? Um, I don't know if they have or not. No. Uh, so let me see. Let's see here. Uncharted Four came out May tenth, twenty sixteen. So it's been exactly a little over seven years since Uncharted Four came out. So they could very well shadow drop ready. Uncharted Five. They're not going to do that, but <laughs> but they could very well be ready to talk about it. Dude, the world would be on fire if they fucking were like, "Oh yeah, oh by the way, it's available now." Like yeah, that would be that would be sick. I would one hundred percent quit playing Final Fantasy immediately. <laughs> <laughs> That'd be so fucking rad. I, I'll be honest with you. I don't think it's going to be... I mean, I'd be shocked if they called it. I mean, I don't want to spoil anything about Uncharted 4, but the next game is not going to be Nathan Drake. No. So yeah. I, I do wonder if it's going to be a new storyline, a new series. Is it going to be like Uncharted colon blah, blah, blah? Yeah. You know, you have to imagine it's going to be something like well, that. The, right? the, I don't know. It seems like... The trend right now is just call it uncharted, right? Because they're doing this with all the all the all the games that they kind of reboot from the ground up. Like God of War, it wasn't like God of War; it was just like God of War. The new uh, we're going to talk about Mortal Kombat, but the new Mortal Kombat games, Mortal Kombat, Mortal Kombat. I think it's 
I don't. I feel like it's too close for them to do that with Uncharted. Yeah, like, I don't disagree, but I wouldn't be surprised if they do it. They might. I don't know. I, I'm not like a big fan of that. I do understand what you're saying, but I would almost rather rather it be called something else: colon Uncharted. Then it be just called Uncharted again. You know, like it, it could be called like I don't know, fucking uh, you know, shiny trinkets colon Uncharted or something. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's like Uncharted is still in the zeitgeist. It's, they can't so, not use the name Uncharted because they're gonna. There's gonna be too big of a disconnect between the movie franchise and the game. Then they have to use Uncharted in the name. How they do it though is another story. Yeah, it could be. It's very interesting. We'll have to see what, if anything, we hear. About I mean, should we I make a couple sure. predictions now, or, or I mean, like that? This is going to be the sh- the show. The listeners will listen to this episode, and this will be the last taste of our episode of PS. This is awesome until this showcase is over, because the showcase is on the twenty fourth. We're recording this on the twentieth. So the showcase is literally so going to happen if, on Wednesday. So I'll make I'll make one f- for sure prediction. One it's possible prediction. Okay. Or, or even a likely prediction. Mm-hmm. And then one I could definitely see this happening, but it's kind of a might be a long shot. All right. Well, then, wh- why don't you give me yours, and then I'll do the same. So, I'm going to steal the easy one and say Spider-Man 2 is going to definitely be there. <laughs> All right. Yeah. It's so uh, fucking easy. <laughs> uh, the, the, uh, the one that I think is very plausible, but it's possible that it won't be there, is Factions. And I think that the these these are kind of ones that you know this is kind of one I already mentioned that I think that is unlikely but would be baller is the Metal Gear Solid Three remake. Okay. Or like a you know a Metal Gear Solid something. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Whether it's a remake of the first game or it, it seems like it would likely be the third game, which is unfortunate, but. I'll still play it no matter what. I don't know. Um, I don't know what you have to say about any of that or what your predictions are. I, I think. I think we're. I think we're. Mm, I, mm, it's tough. I de- I'm going to say for sure more shit on Death Stranding too. Uh, they're going to. They we already saw a long ass trailer. They're going to give us something more with Death Stranding too. Yeah, I'm calling that. I'm going to say. Possible and maybe even probable in an effort to push VR to a little more, they're going to show us Resident Evil 4 remake in VR 2. And they're going to like just say, like, you know, exclusive to VR 2 or something. Um, I don't even know if it is exclusive. I think think it would be. Yeah. Um, Because they don't have Resident Evil 4 remake. Available anywhere else, do they? Uh, it's not on PC, is. is it? I'm pretty sure. I'm, I don't think it's exclusive. Okay. Well, maybe they announced the VR component is exclusive to PlayStation VR 2. 
Because I know there are some PC VR versions of Resident Evil, but I don't believe... There is a Resident Evil 4 and a Quest or Oculus or whatever version. But it's the original Resident Evil, Resident 4. Evil 4. But it's the original Resident right. Evil 4. Yeah, yeah, it's not the remake. So I'm 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 going to say likely we're going to see Resident Evil 4 remake VR for VR2. And then something that we're probably not going to see but I think would be awesome is any kind of fucking awesome teaser trailer for a first person resurgence of either Killzone or Resistance. Like, just something, just fucking pepper, some little fucking teaser in with, like, fucking Chimera or something. It would be so awesome. I, I don't think it's going to happen, sick. but it would be fucking dope. And they need to do this right now. They need to do a first-person fucking teaser for something awesome. Um, I don't know if it's going to be any of those franchises, but if they're smart, they would have this in the pipeline right now. Yeah, and my my Hail Mary prediction would be that I, th- I think that what you're saying, I would even say that if they announced, even if it's not uh, Resistance or or Killzone, but just like another exclusive first person shooter franchise, I would I would give you points on that one okay. because because that's something that Sony desperately needs, mm. and I think that the all I think that uh, you qualifying it with resistance or kill zone is selling yourself a little short there because those franchises are much less likely that's a personal it's already unlike right? it's already un, okay it's personal for you i'm like, trying to manifest it by just me. saying maybe it. like a resistance remake or something that would be cool <sighs> dude resistance one through three it'll be re-resistance Not even like a remaster of the first three games but if they remade the first game there's no reason not to awesome there's no reason not to, guys. Come on. Give us a first-person Sony fucking shooter game. All right. Maybe it's SOCOM. Maybe. Who knows? You know You know what neither of us said? And I'm going to throw it out there. It's just a uh, just so the listeners know that it crossed my mind. It doesn't count for any points if, if it happens. Some sort of twisted metal game. Just saying. They did announce that uh, – I don't know if it was officially announced that somebody was working on I think it was announced that somebody was working on one. Yeah, I don't know. But it got pulled from them and then it got moved to another studio like Fire Sprite or something. Um, yeah, I think it was the studio that made Destruction All-Stars Lucid yeah. was going to make it. But then Destruction All-Stars kind of flopped. And before we get Excuse on – dude, before we get on the next, next news point because this is a big one, how – how likely do you think it is that we get fucking blasted with the Gran Turismo trailer, the fucking Twisted Metal trailer, and maybe like a new teaser trailer for another fucking property they're working on a movie for? Do you think like there's going to be like a five to eight minute segment about PlayStation movies? Uh, I, I don't know. I, I'm leaning towards there being no movie coverage i hope you're right um but i obviously can't tell you that for sure all right well it's gonna be a little over an hour so we're just gonna have to find out dude we have to watch it i'm the show i'm reading from the playstation blog here it says quote the show will run (laughs) a bit over an hour focusing on ps5 and psvr2 games in development i need top studios from around the world Expect a glimpse of several new creations from PlayStation Studios as well as spellbinding games from our third-party and indie creators. 
So, dude. Yeah, it seems like we're going to see some VR2 stuff <clears throat> and uh, PS5 stuff, which is awesome. What What was that game that disappeared that looked amazing? It was like an indie game. Um, it, it, it had been shown off at various fucking things. Uh, I I don't know what you mean. It was like There's a so it, was it like a devil inside or a devil in me or like oh yeah yeah I wouldn't be surprised if that fucking game showed up again and they're like oh it's shadow dropped it's out that it's game been at like five different Sony conferences it's been in limbo so. uh, dude that game looks amazing it looks cool as shit but I I don't even I, like I literally cannot care about that game until it's actually out. <laughs> Fair enough. We've just, they've been talking about it since the fucking announcement of the PS5. Yeah. That's like goodbye so Volcano was, High, which uh, on the last episode, Jake, I don't know if you saw the news point, but goodbye Vol- Volcano High got pushed out again. <laughs> so when? Like sometime in August. I don't know. Oh. Uh, I think that game kind of looks cool, yeah. but I don't know if I'll play it or not. I, it, I think it just the art style seems neat and the concept. Yeah. Might be kind of a fun summer summer game All right. to play with it. Well, do, yeah, I agree. Let, let's let's keep moving, man. That was a long, nice conversation. So a little little paying it back to the listeners for uh, hearing me drone on by myself for so long. Um, this next one is interesting. So in conjunction with the PlayStation Showcase announcement, we learned that Raphael Grazetti, who was the studio art director for Sony Santa Monica – um, uh, has left after 10 years. It was announced in a tweet. He indicates, quote, I am extremely confident in the, in the studio's continued success and I hope we can create together again in the future. I will share more news on what's next for me next week, end quote. This tweet went out on 519. So next week very possibly could be the day after the showcase. So it is possible that this dude got roped into another Sony property or project and he's spearheading something um or he moved on completely i mean but why would he wait till the next week to announce it he's probably contractually uh obliged in some way interesting like you know if he if he quit the team or whatever if he's leaving the company then he probably has to wait until he's 100 percent out before he can say anything. Or maybe there's a secret project he's been working on that he can't talk about until after the showcase. That also is possible if he's staying with Sony, for sure. Yeah, dude. It's hard to say. Um, interesting, though. Uh, do you have anything else on that, Jake? I mean, that, that guy's been around the block for forever. Um, I don't know. I. It's like... So many of these news points are just like non-news points. It's like, oh, they moved to this other studio and see you in fucking five years. No, right, it's like, right. okay, I mean, like, it, it's not like this is Neil Druckmann or someone. You know what I mean? Like, I, not to not to discredit or, or diminish this guy's accomplishments or anything like that. But if Neil Druckmann was leaving Naughty Dog or fucking, uh, you know. Like when Casey Hudson left Bioware, like that—that's a—that's a fucking story. Because mm. that, or like the 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 um, the uh, the the brothers that made Grand Theft Auto when when they left uh, Rockstar, mm. like that is that, like that. 
is a critically affects the franchise and the actual company in a way that um you know almost no employee does so i think this dude could have had that impact at sony santa monica for sure very possibly he's just not one of the names that you hear about a lot but he had 10 years in there with them i mean he worked on a lot of their projects and uh I don't know, but I guess I guess all I'm getting that is that like an art director is not in this is not in the same sort of like blast radius as far as like a creative director or a game like a like a design director right. or something like that. No, but, I agree. You know, agree. they're gonna make they're he's gonna have a huge impact on the way that the game looks from an artistic standpoint, but. You know, most of the time when we think about why are the best games in the world the best games that are in the world, it's not often because the art was this or the art was that. And again, again, I am not trying to diminish his role or anything like that. I'm just commenting on, like, I, basically what I'm trying to keep digging yourself a hole, Jacob. No, I'm just kidding. Yeah, I, know. <laughs> I know. I, I saw like thinking back on it, it's like I sound like such a dick right now, but like. What I'm just driving at is is just a little bit of like I'm waiting to see what's next for this guy before I make any real kind of you know I don't want to say declarations but like before I get excited or more mm. concerned one way or another. Fair enough. Because it could be that you know it, it turns out that you're right. He's working on something internally and he's going to another studio or he has a different role. Um, he's replacing Herman Holst. And- <laughs> Wow, he fucking he shows up on that. the stage at the PlayStation Showcase. <laughs> but uh, if I had to guess, I'd say he's probably going to another team to have a more leading role. Probably. Unless maybe he just doesn't want to work on fucking God of War anymore, and he wants to go to someplace yeah. else. That could be it too. Yeah, dude, that's probably that's probably what it is. All right, well, let's move forward a little bit. The um, Next news point is in uh, sorry in, in a recent interview with Famitsu, Jim Ryan said that Spider Man Two was made with quote unquote no compromises for the PS Five. So Spider Man Two is going to be a one hundred percent PS Five exclusive. So all the more reason to get excited about this game. I think we knew that, but as I'm reminded, it's like this is going to be like one of the first. I think this generation that is exclusively a PS5 game. Um, I'm excited for this. Yeah, that's uh, that's great news because, to be completely honest, I think that the PS4 is holding back the PS5 in some capacity. So the fact that we're finally going to get a first-party Sony PlayStation game that is exclusive to the PS5, I think is is awesome. Yeah. Yeah, man, for sure. And I can't wait to see what that I can't wait to see what that means because uh uh the the first Spider Man already looked so awesome and played so awesome on the PS4. And Miles Morales was amazing on PS5. Yeah, I can't wait to see but that was Miles Morales was also made for also made for PS4. So I'm really excited to see what PS5 exclusivity really means. 
Yeah. From Sony, first party. Right. They're definitely going to take advantage of this thing. And as Jim Ryan said, no compromises are made. So, which, which kind I mean, of. I guess, I guess, I guess I was wrong. I, because Returnal and, um, and, uh, Demon's Souls Remake and Ratchet and Clank were all PS5 exclusive, mm-hmm. but I would argue that it's possible that those three games could have potentially been made on PS4. Yeah. Probably not Ratchet and Clank, but maybe the other two could. So what, what I, I find I'm just kind of rambling at this point. Well, what I find really interesting about what he says is there's no compromises, which which only means that. Other games were compromised by being available on the PS4. Like they were like God of War Ragnarok. Oh yeah, no, it would you know it's optimized. It, we made this for PS5. You know, we we built for each right. system individually. And it's like ah, the fuck you did. Yeah, you, you know you didn't. <laughs> you know, so I don't know. I it, it I think he's kind of showing a little bit more than what meets the eye with that statement. That you know what we all suspect is that these these cross-gen games are restricted, you know, by the older console. So I'm excited to see, yeah. like you said, man. But all right, let's move into the next one. This next one's kind of awesome, actually. And this really came out of the blue. Um, so I mentioned it earlier, but Mortal Kombat is getting a new game. It's just called Mortal Kombat 1. And it's got a full-blown cinematic trailer. And it is bloody as shit. And, and like, to the point where you're like, Okay, so the first Mortal Kombat game was like made news because it was so gory. And like, you know, people were like trying to get it banned. Like it was just so violent. And uh, they are definitely giving a nod to that in this cinematic trailer. And uh, it's coming out soon, September of 2023. September 19th, Mortal Kombat 1 is coming out. Um, If you want to get to the bloody stuff, it's like halfway through that long trailer it's like a two minute trailer a minute and a half trailer or something but uh it's like halfway through some it just shows these fucking finishing moves man and like it's so violent it's ridiculous um it's it's rad it's like oh shit they're going full they're going balls to the wall with the violence in this game um and i haven't seen violence like that in a fighter in a long time it's 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 insane almost (laughs) It's yeah. I'm kind of watching through it now. It's just literally a gore fest. Yeah, it's it's pretty it's gratuitous, pretty wild. Yeah, but that's kind of like the legacy of Mortal Kombat. So it's cool <laughs> that it's gonna be a thing. There's a little shock factor to it, to be honest. But I, I mean, I haven't been into fighting games really for a long time. But I used to play uh, Mortal Kombat back in the day on the the they had it on the Super Nintendo and the the Genesis. The Nintendo version was inferior because they didn't have blood. It was like sweat or whatever it was, it was yeah. supposed to be. They changed the color of it. But uh, <laughs> so. yeah, I don't know. I uh, but I did play a few of them, and uh, I can't remember which the one what the one was that was on PlayStation Two. I think it was four. I want to say maybe. I couldn't tell you. Um, but I played the shit out of Mortal Kombat 3 on my PlayStation. I had, a, I had a bunch of it. Yeah. I played a bunch of it. But anyway, it's cool, though. I'm, I'm glad. I, I don't know how I feel about the – like why – do you know why it's called Mortal Kombat 1? No, I don't. Hmm. Interesting. We're going back Maybe to the we'll roots, baby. 
maybe instead of was the last one 10 I thought it was like 12 or something no because I know there's an 11 <laughs> I don't know there's so many Mortal Kombat games dude but I don't know the whole story behind why it's Mortal Kombat 1 um oh geez Mortal Kombat sorry I just so many pulled up stuff yeah there is Mortal Kombat 11 I thought maybe that they're that like Mortal Kombat 10 was the last one, and so they just called the next one Mortal Kombat. So Ed Boon, apparently, here, I found a little interview here real quick. Ed Boon explains, this is uh, PC Games, uh, N.com. It says, uh, Ed Boon explains why Mortal Kombat 1 has that weird name. The Mortal Kombat 1 name is an odd one, but NetherRealm CCO Ed Boon has explained where the decision for the soft fighting game reboot has come from. The reason for the Mortal Kombat 1 name has been revealed as a co-creator of the fighting game series has talked about how the 1 aims to represent the new beginning for the series, even if it is a tad confusing. With the Mortal Kombat 1 release date already fast approaching, there's still a whole lot to learn about the reboot and sequel. So it, apparently it's it's not a remake of the 92 original. It's a reboot. Um is what they're saying. One, it's a brand new beginning. You're going to be seeing these. It says here you're going to be seeing these characters reintroduced with new roles, new relationships, and that's the main catalyst for it. So, so it sounds like they're going to have like an emphasis on story and stuff, which is cool. I, I, uh, it's funny that they say it's not a remake of the of the original, which to me is just kind of stupid because, <laughs> uh, you know, what would the remake of the original be other than just all the classic characters and their <laughs> other than just what they're making. Yeah, you know what I mean? Right. Like it, it, it's, it's just cause the, the first game didn't have any story or anything like that. So it would literally just be a better looking fighting game. If, but if they add this, you know what I mean? Like, right. it's, it's not like it's, it's not like it's the, you know, final fantasy seven remake. Like we've been playing where they're like changing the way that the combat works. And like some of the story beats are different and all this kind of stuff. Yeah. It's like, yeah, I don't know. But anyway, it is cool. I'm I'm glad to see it, and uh, we might actually see that at the showcase. If I'm being honest with you, yeah, especially with the release date of uh, September. So, right, that's wild, man. All right, well, let's move on to the next one. Uh, that one's kind of interesting, though. And they all kind of are this week. the The next news point I had was Supermassive Games. I keep championing these guys. Uh, I didn't play the VR game they put out, uh, the VR two game. But they're making a single-player version of Dead by Daylight, uh, and the game will be story-driven, and there's little else known about the project at this time. And I just think it's interesting that they're taking an already-known IP and turning it into a single-player story. I, why? Mm. It's a weird call, man. I don't remember... I mean, I don't know much about Dead by Daylight. It's, it's an online game. So, like, you would think that the reason the game has done so well is because it hit that online community. It's not it's not doing well because people want a story, I don't think, you know? I, I think. Well, I thought it was relatively successful. I mean, it's been around for a while. Well, yeah, but it's not successful because it's... It's unless there is a lot of story content to it, I might be wrong. I th I thought it was more like a, you know, uh, let me see. Isn't this that? Isn't that? Isn't this that? Um, that multiplayer. It's a multiplayer action horror game survival or, horror game. But they keep the. It, this is the one where they that you get. There's like a lot of like. Um, 
like cameo characters and shit like that in it. I'm pretty sure. I thought they just announced that Nicolas Cage was going to be in it. Really? Is a downloadable character or something? That could have been another game. I get th- I get this game confused with another one. Um, Layers of Fear, maybe. Let me see here. It says uh, Nicholas Cage should play himself in a new horror video game. Um, it's not letting me pull that up. I didn't put it in the news. Dead by Daylight game is himself. He's playing himself in Dead by Daylight. <laughs> um, but is this is this for? Is this for the supermassive version? Um, Interesting. Learn more by July 5th. Dead by Daylight Twitter says, It's the performance of a lifetime. Dead by Daylight, Nicolas Cage coming to a realm near you. Learn more on July 5th. And they give a little trailer. Um, It's about four survivors who attempt to escape from a sadistic killer. Forced to repeat the cycle again and again and again, regardless of whether they lived or get murdered, it all unfolds in a hidden dark reality where a power simply called the entity rules. So that's the story. I, I don't know. To do a single player version of this seems like the antithesis to what the game why the game is successful to begin with. But Well, it sounds like an asymmetrical multiplayer game, kinda like uh Friday the thirteenth or something like that. Yeah. Um which is cool. But, uh, you know, I and I could definitely see, based on what you just said, how they could they could wrap a story in that. But I just don't know enough about the game to really make any sweeping statements about it, to be honest. Yeah. All right. All right, man. No problem. Let's move to the next one. And it is back to PSVR 2. In that same interview with Famitsu that uh, Jim Ryan had, he spoke briefly on PSVR 2, and he indicates, quote, It may be early to judge its popularity, but we are happy to see many positive reactions from users and the media. And then he goes on to indicate, quote, We will continue to push forward so that those who purchase PSVR 2 can enjoy it for a long time. And we can also secure profits. End quote. <laughs> Got to throw that business savvy in. Oh, and so we can make our fucking money on it. Um, yeah. So I I don't know what that means, Jake. I, I thought maybe this might not be a bad time for you and I to kind of discuss. Dude, I've not fucking touched my PSVR 2 since the last time I talked about it on here. Uh, Moss Book 2. I need to beat it. I'm on the last level. Just haven't done it. It's so good. It's such a great headset. But I just... Again, just putting it on my head, dude. I was so excited when I got it, but now it just seems like I have no energy these days. I think that's the problem. Yeah, I haven't touched mine in a while either. So I and I don't I I don't think it's a bad headset at all. I think it's great, but I don't know. There's something keeping me from it. I think it, it does I think it boils down to the fact that I I literally play video games anywhere from this is this is going to hurt my gamer cred but right now i'm just so busy that i play video games maybe a half an hour to an hour a day that's more than and me right now sometimes on the weekends i get to play maybe a, like today i got to play a couple hours that was mm-hmm. unusual but um so when you're talking about 
I have to spend part of that time setting up this headset and doing all that. I mean, that really cuts into my ability to be able to play games. And I just, as much as I love it, I don't, I don't want to spend my time in setup. I just want to jump into the damn game. So I totally understand why I'm having trouble sticking with it, but. I'm hoping that they'll release something that'll pull me back in. Yeah, I do want to get back to Gran Turismo because I really do enjoy that experience. That's what's so crazy. But, uh, it's so yeah. good. It's so good. The VR2 headset, Moss, Moss Book 1 and 2 are so freaking fantastic. The kayak game was amazing. It's not because it's bad. And I think this is the problem that Sony's probably running into. And if they need to sell the software, I mean, you know, I, I'm not going to buy like haunt your neighbor or whatever it, hello neighbor or whatever it was and spend $40 on it or however much it costs and then play it one time like I'm waiting for the games and, and even Resident Evil uh, Village I thought I would be all in on that and I started it and I was like this is fucking wild and then I, would, I got a little freaked out and then I didn't go back to it and uh, I hear Thumper runs amazingly on it uh, for the relatively cheap upgrade i heard tetris effect is for a nine dollar upgrade if you already had it it's fantastic deal um it's the best version of those games right now and uh i just can't pull myself out to do it but again you and i are playing final fantasy 7 remake right now which is not a short game and i think a big thing with vr is there is like another layer of uh interactivity that it requires and i think what i when i play video games it's when i want to relax and i don't think that playing vr is a relaxing thing um it's more like you wake up in the morning and you're ready to fucking hit the ground running and you're ready to fucking play a game put that headset on you're gonna have fun right like for me like if you if, if you guys could it could just see snapshots of me Sitting on my couch in the evening with a controller in my hand, like playing and waking up and realizing, like, I don't know where my character's at and being like, where, where the fuck did I just walk to? And I'm like trying to like get him reoriented and I start playing and I doze back off. And I was like, I'm just fucking born, man. You know, working a full time job and all the shit that we do. That's my problem is like, I want to relax when I play video games. I want to sit yeah. back and put my feet up and just like have a drink. I mean, you can't even drink anything when you have the headset on. You can't, you know, stuff your face with chips or whatever, whatever you're doing. Like it requires all of your attention and then some. And you can't relax in VR because it's so immersive. So you got to Like for me to enjoy VR, I got to be playing it in like the middle of the fucking day. And the middle of the fucking day, Fred's fucking busy all the time. So like it's just that's the trouble. I'm just always moving until the evening and then that's when I start slowing down and I'm too tired to, to do it. I think that's the problem. I don't know. We've had this conversation before. I, that's just, I think that's, that's where the hiccup is for me. Yeah. Yeah, I definitely understand that for sure. All right. Well, anyways, dude, the uh, next news point is the, um, speaking of Uncharted, Dude, there's a fucking uncharted roller coaster somewhere. <laughs> and I don't even know what it is. If you click on that link there, you can watch like an advertisement for this roller coaster. 
And I don't know if it's an enclosed roller coaster with like screens all over or like what it is. Um, I can't remember where this is at. It was on the Push Square website. It says um, uh, it's in Spain. Uh, it's it's called Uncharted: The Enigma of Penitence, and it starts on June seventeenth at Port Adventura World. Located in Tarragona, Spain. Um, it says, "Oh, never mind." Um, it says, "If the roller coaster is this, this is from Push Square, if the roller coaster is as realistic as the trailer suggests, it's also, also going to have a massive insurance liability." <laughs> <laughs> we can't imagine kids and younger fans will have the dexterity or courage, quite frankly, required to pull off that complex of an initial base jump, let alone uh, requisite midair remount. Yeah, the, the the commercial is just absolutely ridiculous. Um, it looks like it's one of those themed roller coasters, obviously, but it's like a really wide cart um, where you can see like a lot of people, like width wise, it seats like four, maybe five people wide, and it looks like it's actually maybe indoor or something, and goes through like caves and shit. I don't know. Yeah, um, I bet it you could be one of those. I was just say it could be one of those like indoor themed roller coasters where they can like you know present the world to you because it's inside yeah you know what i mean dude i would love to try this um but i'm not going to spain to ride this thing um España. but if you are a listener and you ride this roller coaster uh you must let us know how it was um that's my news point for that now jake do you remember that game arc raiders we saw that really cool trailer for yeah yeah so, and what I think is a really bad decision, um, others may prefer this, but that game Arc Raiders was like a third-person, it was like described as a cooperative third-person shooter. Um, it's now hopped genres and is now being described as a player versus player versus environment survival extraction shooter. Um, it sounds so dumb to me. Uh you know, it sounds like they're trying to hop onto a trend, some sort of online gaming trend. So, yeah, I don't know. I, extraction shooter is now becoming the term that makes me roll my eyes. Yeah, kind of like, kind of like, uh, kinda like, um, uh, like battle royale used to be. Yeah, you know. Yeah. So we'll have to see what this ends up being, but the 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 trailers that we saw up until now didn't suggest this at all. So I will be curious to see if uh, if it actually plays out for them. It looked awesome, the trailers. And I think they're just trying to, as Big Box may say, catch lightning in a fucking bottle. And this is what fucking happens when you try to just jump on a trend. Um, this game could have been something special. And it still might be. It's early. We don't know. But... The fact that they're going out of their way now to kind of rebrand the description of the game, it may just simply be a rebranding of the description and they haven't changed the game at all just to maybe get people interested. Who knows? That's that's a nice uh, marketing tactic also. Um, but you stand to maybe disappoint some people if you advertise as something that you're not. So I don't know, man. I'm kind of bummed out about that. But Arc Raiders looked really cool to me at one point and I saw this news point and it kind of bummed me out. Yeah, I don't know that this was a game I was ever going to play, but I it definitely 
doesn't seem like something that I'm interested in now. But I don't know. One of these games may surprise me one day, to be honest. Who knows? I, I, I hate to write something off before I play it, but the fact that it's a multiplayer PvPvE game kind of tells me that I'm not going to play it. So I, I don't know. Um, but I'd like to see a little bit more about it in this new mode, if it's even a new mode or if this is what it always was. I, I don't know. But I'd like to see more before I make some sweeping judgments. If I was going to describe the division this is exactly how i would describe it and i love the division but something just tells me that like something's amiss here all right anyways last news point you guys know that uh jake is a big fan of the expanse and telltale is working on an expanse video game and uh it's going to be bi-weekly episodes so the game's assumedly presumably already done um, well, pretty close to being done. And they have a schedule where they're going to be releasing each episode every two weeks to play, which is nice to do it this way as opposed – well, some people would just be like, just fucking release the whole thing. But like I th- I think they can do it this way to avoid spoilers maybe. You know, if they're, they're – spoil- they don't want people to like spoil the fucking whole story. They can kind of do it this way. And then like – when they did The Walking Dead, you were waiting literally five fucking months to play the next episode. And that was frustrating when they first started that series. But this is Telltale's under new management. They're, they've been re- resurrected, so to speak. They're working on this Expanse game, which is like space politics, but like also like cool space shit. And uh, I don't know, man. This game's kind of interesting to me. Do you have any, any interest in this at all? Yeah, definitely. I... Uh, Kamina Drummer is a cool character who I believe is what this game, who this game is about. Uh, and I would be interested in going back to that universe and playing this a little bit to see what it looks like. I probably won't start it until it's all out just because they say they're going to release bi-weekly, but I'll fucking believe it when I see it. Because literally everything is delayed now, and Telltale Games now, I know it's a different company basically now, but they have a history of taking forever to release episodes, so I don't know, man. But I I do have interest in playing it, I just will likely wait until it's all out before I even take a look at it. All right, and also to give me an opportunity to like see reviews and say like, oh, well, this game is actually like really shitty. Then I'll just look up a playthrough online. But if it seems like it's decent, and this will be—is this going to be the first new Telltale game that we get? Yeah. I guess we got the final season of The Walking Dead, but yeah, since then, uh, yeah, because they're they're working on The Wolf Among Us, but they keep pushing that shit out. Wolf Among Us Two. Um, yeah. So this is the next. This is like really their their reintroduction, really, um, with a new with a new game. I mean, interesting. Yeah. I hope it's good. I think this is it. Yeah. So, well, we've had we uh, usually talk about new games coming out, Jake, and it's Saturday, and uh, there there's no list of new games coming out this week. Who gives a shit about games when you have a PlayStation showcase coming on Wednesday? So, yep. Um, that's all I have to say. And uh, yeah, thanks for tuning in. We're going to try to shut things down here. It's getting late. I've got all kinds of garbage to do tomorrow. Um, 
And uh, thanks for tuning in. Like I said, uh, you know, we appreciate our listeners and your patronage. And we appreciate you just kind of coming along for the ride here at PS. This is awesome. And um, Jake, happy to have you again here for episode 277. I can't believe how many episodes we've done. This is ridiculous. And uh, I don't know. Let us know what you're playing. Let us know what you think you're going to see at the PlayStation Showcase. What do you what do you think is 100% guaranteed? What do you think is probable? And then what do you think is a, is just a fucking Hail Mary? Like what what would you like to see but you doubt is going to going to show up? Um you heard what Jake and I think about it and uh we'll reconvene next week. Jake, do you have anything you'd like to say before we sign off? Uh <laughs> No. <laughs> I, I- I just I I'm excited to see what's going on at this showcase. We have it's been so long since we've gotten a, like a real showcase from Sony. Yeah, it's been a couple of years, so Feels I'm hoping like that this uh, lives up to expectations. To be honest, yeah. Well, don't get too excited because you know what happens when you set your expectations too high. You know, I don't know. Maybe 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 if we don't expect to see anything, we'll just all be blown away. But. Really, we could Hopefully. we could literally see anything, you know. They could show anything at this thing. I hope. Yeah, I don't know. Oh. It's going to be weird. I I hope that they that they come out with some bangers. Though. It's going to be like Forspoken DLC and like fucking <laughs> Concrete Genie to bend bend. You know, they shut down Pixel Opus and now Pixel Opus and Bend is working on Concrete Genie too. And oh uh, Knack 3 gets announced. Um, yeah, no, I'm kidding. All right. <laughs> it won't be that much of a shit show. I hope not. All right, guys. That's all we got. Um, thanks for tuning in. Like Last Stop, Layers of Fear, and Lost Epic. P.S. Yes. This is awesome. This is awesome.